Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So I read a story the, uh, the other day, just before, uh, just before American Thanksgiving, about a sheriff in New York State who uh, challenged Governor Andrew Cuomo's demand that uh, law enforcement intercede with families holding Thanksgiving gatherings. And the sheriff said, I just can't justify it constitutionally. We're going to speak now with Sheriff Richard Giardino from Fulton County, New York State, also former district attorney and judge. He was an associate justice of the New York State Supreme Court. Sheriff, thank you very much for coming on the program. And what exactly did Governor Cuomo's executive order tell you you had to do? Well, the executive order basically limited how many people one could have in their home to 10 or under, required that they wear masks during their Thanksgiving gathering and other gatherings, and required that they disinfect their own home after people left. Um, It's an executive order which is a little different than law. Roy, in our state, the legislature ceded all their authority to the governor during the COVID crisis to let the governor um, handle the public response. So, so were you mandated then by the governor, or did he feel that you were mandated by his executive order that you would, in fact, send your deputies to individual homes in Fulton County to determine whether or not they had too large a gathering and were wearing masks? He, he had to feel that it was the effect of a law because he publicly said that law enforcement insurance can't pick and choose what laws to follow. And he said, we're not really law enforcement if we don't. But I view it as the governor picking and choose what portions of the Constitution to follow. And the Constitution in our country is the supreme law of land. Every every other law or every other ordinance is measured against the United States Constitution. So he it did not implicitly say go door to door. But if we had complaints, it left no mechanism for us to get into a house. It left no charges. And there was no sanction or punishment if you had more than 10. So... I was actually moved by a a veteran who stopped me outside of a a convenience store, and he said they were having a family argument over, not really an argument, but a discussion over whether or not they should go to their son's house because there would be 14 people. And his wife was concerned that we were either going to ticket the son or make publicity that that they were there, and they didn't want any trouble with the law. And so I said, that's preposterous. We're not going to come and count people at your party. Um, in fact, we got one complaint, and it was a half-baked complaint where somebody sent it to the state hotline, and it said, These, my neighbors always have 25 to 50 people, and I think they're going to have 25 to 50 today. So it really wasn't a true complaint. You also said uh, who and how many people you invite into your home is your business, unlike outdoor gatherings, which may receive a police response if disorderly or other violations of public nuisance laws occur. So it's not like you turned your back on what was going on on Thanksgiving Day. You uh, you felt in your former associate justice of the U.S. Uh, the uh, New York Supreme Court, you f- you felt your interpretation interpretation of the law was that if you went into somebody's home, particularly without a warrant, you were in violation of their constitutional rights. Correct. And I do have to make a distinction so people understand. We have uh, an executive branch, which is obviously the governor, and he has a state liquor authority, the health department, the state education department, and the state police, among others, under his control. So when you get a license to have a bar or a license for a restaurant or to run a gym or a bowling alley, 
and if you're going to serve liquor on the state liquor authority, then you have to comply with administrative rules, which are quasi-laws. They're administrative because the, the different executive branches have a right to make those. So when he issues an executive order that says you can only have 50% capacity, you have to close at 10, you have to wear a mask until you sit down, those are all legitimate um, and lawful because when you balance the interest of preventing the spread against your liberties and not they're seated or against closing at 10, um, those are all allowable things because our our Bill of Rights allows for a balancing act under the 14th Amendment. So I would, you know, for us to enforce those, what I normally do is call the bar, the restaurant, or the gym and say we're getting complaints that people aren't wearing masks. You know, and I explain to them they can lose their license or be fined. We don't actually send deputies. Some counties do, but we don't. What's the reaction been, Sheriff Giardino, from your constituents in Fulton County? Locally, um, I have been inundated with emails, texts, calls, uh, uh, just appreciating that there's some common sense, and I'm putting the brakes on the overreach. And it's not personal with me and the governor. It shouldn't be on um, I just think it's overreach. People had enough stress in their life. And, and Roy, um, I've been getting responses from across the country. Um, yourself having me on a Canadian radio station. I've been in Chicago, Florida, Boston, Philadelphia on the radios. I've been on CNN, Fox News. Um, people are sick and tired of probably the hypocrisy. We've had a lot of governors who say, you have to do this. You know, close your eyes when I do the opposite. You know, it's the hypocrites that it, it undercuts their moral authority. And I think that that's what's, what's frustrating to the public. The other thing that's really big, there was a release study in the Journal of American Medical Association that 40%, 40% of Americans are experiencing some sort of mental health issue because not so much the CV, but because of the restrictions. So we're having anxiety, attempted suicide, suicide. It's exacerbating mental health. And nobody is talking or looking at that. And those are long-term, Roy. Those are, uh, those are things that are going to be long after the 99% of people recover from the physical illness of CV. Um, so that's something we have to have on our radar and start talking about it and weighing whether the risks of these shutdowns are really worth the, the damage they're doing to the children and everyone else. With yeah, Sheriff, I can't tie the two together, but I did see a story earlier today from Japan that uh, they've had 17,000 plus suicides in 2020 so far and they've had less than 2,000 deaths from COVID and some people in Japan including our governor of one of their their areas uh, is concerned that there's a connection between the suicides and uh, all of the, uh, the the results of uh, official decisions concerning COVID. Let me ask you this though have you were there other law enforcement officials in the United States you're aware of that who also said, regardless of what their governors may have said, we're not going to do it, and this is why we're not doing it? Yeah, quite a few did, and a few in my state stood up, including uh, NYPD, some departments in Long Island, most of the sheriffs in, in the state took a position that they weren't going to do it. Most people don't have my law background as a as a judge and a DA. And a, and a law degree. So their position is basically we don't have enough resources, which is correct. I have a small county and I have three deputies on it Thanksgiving for 500 square miles. So you can see that with car accidents, domestics, potential burglaries, we just don't have the manpower to do it anyways. Mm -hmm. But I took it a step 
further and said it's unconstitutional. So, so it's a, a double header for me. It's both the lack of resources and and the uh, unconstitutionality of it. A lot of sheriffs in, in California, including the Los Angeles area, all stood up together and said, hey, enough is enough. We're not going to do it. I don't know if they use constitutional arguments. I can only speak to myself. But one thing about the orders, it's interesting because Oregon said no more than four, California said no more than eight, and New York said no more than ten. So what that tells me is the science in the medical profession are not on the same page as to how many is safe or unsafe. We know the more people, the more risk of death or spread of the disease. But how come they're not all at the same number? Why aren't they all eight? Why aren't they all four? Why aren't they all ten? And I suggest that that means the politicians are picking and choosing the numbers, not the medical professionals. <laughs> one, for, one more question for you, Sheriff Giardino. What's the reaction been or the response been from Governor Cuomo? Not good. The governor said myself and other sheriffs are dictators and arrogant and uh, uh, reckless and, and irresponsible. Um, but I keep reminding people that our Dr. Fauci has told people for eight months that the number of cases are going to rise dramatically. People are going to die in the fall and winter because that's how flus work. So I'm not, I was not telling people, Roy, to double the number of people at your house or be unsafe. In fact, in my original post, I said, use precautions, make a risk assessment if you have a high-at-risk family member who is elderly, obese, diabetic, heart disease, cancer. Make your own risk assessment because, you know, you have to look at it in a practical sense. This might be the last Thanksgiving for some people, whether it was COVID or not. And it yeah. may be the last Thanksgiving because of COVID. Yeah. My position was to let them know you don't need extra anxiety to the local constabulary or whatever you call them in Canada are going to be coming up to your door on Thanksgiving and, and counting heads. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.